Welcome to the Design Your Dream Your podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create the most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. It is your host, Allison, sitting outside recording a brand new episode in her luxurious outdoor podcasting studio. And by outdoor podcasting studio, I mean I am sitting on my back porch with my phone and a microphone. (laughs) I think I've done this for the last couple of episodes. I don't even remember. I feel like time is just going by so fast. But I am outside recording because it has just been so beautiful outside lately. The weather has been amazing. And here in the Midwest where I am in Kansas City, we have the most, like, just brutal season sometimes in the summer it gets really really hot and humid in the winter it gets really freaking cold and I feel like we only have a few perfect weeks during the spring and the fall with that just kind of 60 to 70 degree weather that is just so lovely so I want to take advantage of that as much as possible plus my husband I think is taking a nap and I talk really loud (laughs) I think it just runs in my family. So anyway, I'm outside. So if you hear a car drive by on occasion or a dog bark on occasion, hopefully it's not too annoying. Let's just pretend we are sitting out in the park together. Although I feel like pretty much the second I pressed play, the the bugs got like 20 times louder. Like it was nothing. And then all of a sudden, I, it sounds like I'm in the jungle. So anyway, we're going for jungle ambiance today. So I'm excited that you are joining me for today's episode because we are going to be talking about five easy ways to raise your frequency right now so that you can feel better, so that you can enjoy your day more because your day gets way more enjoyable when you're feeling good and so that you can start to attract everything that you would like to manifest. But before we dive into that, I have a super quick announcement that just came to my mind Um, because the reason I'm recording this episode is because I myself found myself feeling a bit low these last couple days, low vibe, if you will, which PS is totally fine and normal, which we'll get into. But I have found myself feeling kind of low, a little bit lethargic. I shared that with my email list today. If you're on my email list and you open my email, I shared about that. And part of that is because I have been so busy over the last, gosh, like two and a half months creating and birthing new things into the world in my business, in my life. And one of those things is the Design Your Dream Year Planner. Yo, if you've been following me for like, if you're one of the originals that knew me back when I was called Wonderlass, when my business was Wonderlass, (laughs) you will know that I've always been obsessed with planners. In fact, the first thing that I ever created and sold online was a planner that I created called the Blog Life Planner for Entrepreneurs. And basically, ever since then, I've wanted to create another planner. And then as my business evolved from 
teaching online marketing and teaching, you know, specifically entrepreneurs and more into the personal development world and mindset and manifestation with that evolvement, I had the desire to create a new planner to go along with that. And it's been a desire that I've had for years at this point, but every single year I always found a reason not to do it. You know, I had every excuse in the book. <laughs> I'm sure you've been there where it's like you you really want to have this goal that you want or this dream you that you have a dream, but like your mind will come up with every excuse to keep you from pursuing it because as we know, all of these dreams and goals are outside of our comfort zone and our uh, ego is going to see anything outside of our comfort zone as dangerous. So it's going to give us every excuse. So I basically have been putting this off for years because I had every excuse in the book. Oh, it's not the right time. Oh, I can't figure it out. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. What if no one likes it? Oh, I'll do it later. And it was just a long process. So anyway, all of that to say is that this year, especially in the first several months of this year, I basically spent January through April actually creating this planner and everything from just obviously all of the pages, but even to the illustrations. And I just want to say that after years, not only is it finished, but I just ordered myself the very first copy. It already shipped. It should be arriving any day now. And as soon as it does, I am going to be taking photos, sharing it, and assuming I don't need to order another, like, you know, proof or whatever it's called, or assuming I don't need to make any more changes, I'm going to be making it available on my website. So keep your eyes peeled. It's going to be a 12-month manifestation planner journal and guide all rolled into one so I'm actually not even calling it a planner I'm calling it a playbook because it's really like a pocket coach and guide um, kind of all rolled into one so anyway that's a really exciting announcement that I am so excited to share with you but because I've been so busy launching these new things <clears throat> it has resulted in me kind of feeling low. And a big reason for that was because during the time where I was like crazy inspired, I was working an insane amount of hours and I neglected all of the practices and habits that I usually do to keep myself feeling my best mentally and physically. Isn't it funny how like uh, maybe you can relate to this where like we do these certain things, whether it's meditation, eating healthy, you know, going outside, getting exercise, whatever it is, we have these little habits and routines that we do to feel good. And then as a result of doing those things consistently, we start to feel really good. And then when we start to feel really good, we're like, oh, well, I don't need to do that today. I already feel good. And then before we know it, we've gone days without doing those things. And then we wonder why we're starting to feel like crap. So that was kind of me. And I actually got sick and I feel like I am just now on the mend. I have been trying to recover from this awful chest cold for about a month. So I think just the combination of like, you know, not, not doing all of the things to take care of myself for several weeks combined with just exerting so much energy, being sick for a month. And then it's almost like you have the post manifestation hangover where it's like you accomplish something really big and you're just like 
at the top of the mountain and you're like oh, out of breath and you're like man I made it oh, and you just kind of topple over that's where I'm at right now so this episode came about because for the last few days I have been intentionally doing things to kind of get myself out of this place of feeling low of feeling low energy and to feel better so I wanted to share these things with you And there is another episode that I did on this exact topic. So, well, yeah, pretty much the same topic. So when you're done listening to this, if you want even more things that you can do to feel better, check out the episode I did. I think it was back in June or July, a couple months ago, but it's called um, How to Get Out of a Negative Slump Fast or something to that effect. So we go into more things over there, Uh, but... That's not what we're talking about today. Today we're, com- we're, we're talking about new things. So without further ado, here are five easy ways to raise your frequency right now. Whether you have just woken up feeling kind of off or whether you have been in sort of an ongoing low energy, just blessed state for a few days or even weeks. But these are easy and simple things that you can do that will take you a matter of minutes. So try one, try all. But the first thing is to listen to a song that you love as you move your body. So music obviously is so powerful. Like, oh, music, man, I am so thankful that I can hear because listening to music is one of my absolute favorite things. It's so powerful. It has this ability to evoke certain emotions within us to bring us back to a time in the past where maybe we heard a song. But when you combine listening to a song that you absolutely love with moving your body, it's like a double whammy. It's extra potent because obviously you're probably already aware of how important it is to move your body because it it gets those feel-good chemicals going so I'm not going to harp on that but specifically when you move your body to a song that you love you are quite literally moving stagnant energy in your body because that is an actual thing (laughs) we probably you know you've probably had those times where you just feel bleh where you feel kind of stuck where you feel uninspired I know that I have the thing that always works the best for me is just moving my body while listening to a song that I love it's like the combination of doing both, I cannot help but feel better. My body is producing those feel-good chemicals. The song is uplifting my spirits. It is just, ugh, it's incredible. I challenge you to just do this to one song. Find one song that you love. The, The more you enjoy it, the better. For me, like, I absolutely love one of the songs from the movie Interstellar. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that movie with uh, Matthew McConaughey, um, Anne Hathaway. It is my favorite movie of all time. It has such a beautiful, powerful soundtrack. <clears throat> but there is a song in that movie that just gives me goosebumps. It like brings me to tears every time that I hear it. And so that is like my go-to song, for example. I love listening to that song as I'm moving because it 
just creates such an almost instantaneous shift. So if you don't have any go-to songs, that would be another thing you can do, a little side note, is to create a playlist of even just a couple songs that you absolutely love that you can use to help shift your energy. But that is thing number one. Listen to a song that you love as you move your body and you can move your body however you want, whether that's walking, whether that's running, whether that's dancing, whether that is you know, shaking limbs of your body, whether that's whatever. Like I love to just do it intuitively. Your body knows how it wants to move. So like do what feels good and who cares what it looks like. The second thing, and this is gonna sound kind of cliche. It's one that so many people talk about, but it's talked about for a reason. And that is to write down five things you're grateful for, but don't stop there because that's, that's not really going to do much. The key is to actually take a moment to feel the gratitude for each thing. Because it's impossible for your mind to be anxious about something and also grateful for something at the same time, or to feel whatever it is that you're feeling and also be grateful at the same time. When you truly narrow in on each thing that you wrote down and you focus on just taking some deep breaths, closing your eyes and feeling the gratitude for each thing, it's just like instant relief. So kind of cliche, but it's powerful. And there's a reason why people talk about that one. The third one is a little bit along those lines, but that is to get into a state called heart coherence. And heart coherence is basically a state at which, oh, the bug suddenly stopped. Do you hear that? (laughs) Sorry. I was like, the bugs were so loud and then they just stopped and it got so quiet. Anyway, get into heart coherence. So heart coherence is basically a state at which your, your brain and your heart are communicating with each other optimally. And if you like are a nerd and love to dig into like the science behind how your mind works, how your body works, how your mind affects your body, if you are a Dr. Joe Dispenza fan like I am, you're probably familiar with this. But basically your heart is the second brain and it is intelligent on its own. And oftentimes we get into stress states. We get into maybe chronic stress states where we're on go, 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 and we're stressed about this and that. And what that leads to is what is known as incoherence, where our heart and our brain are communicating incoherently. We are kind of in this fight or flight state. And when your two most important, well, I don't want to say two most important organs, all of your organs are important, obviously, but when the two sort of keys to you functioning, your heart and your brain, when they are out of whack, when they are out of sync, you're not going to feel your best. And so getting to heart coherence means getting into basically a high performance state where your heart and your brain are communicating optimally. And this is going to allow you to feel your best And it's going to allow you to be your best and to perform your best and to essentially show up as your best self. And getting into heart coherence is really easy. It only takes about three minutes. And all you do is you close your eyes, 
you place your hand on your heart as you take 10 slow, deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth as you think about something that brings you joy, be it a pet, a loved one, a memory, whatever comes to mind that brings you joy. So that's really all you do for three minutes. You're deep breathing. And when I say 10 deep, slow breaths, it's probably more, more than 10. So just forget the 10 deep breaths. Focus on taking 10 or focus on taking just slow, deep breaths. No certain number of them, but just slow, deep breaths with your eyes closed, your hand on your heart, because that creates more awareness of the area that you are tuning into and you're focusing all of your attention on something that brings you joy. And as you begin to focus in on that, let those feelings amplify and see how big you can make that feeling. If you do that for three minutes, like just set your phone timer for three minutes, oh my gosh, the difference in how you feel is going to be night and day. And this is something that I've recently started doing more because as I mentioned, I have been really busy over the last few months and something that I know that I do that is not my favorite um, is that I can be kind of like, I will just kind of steamroll myself when I get into like, uh, you know, my super masculine, as they say, achieve, achieve, achieve. Yes, yes, yes. That sort of mode like that can be awesome, but it can sometimes be detrimental because I will notice that I'm feeling kind of off, but I will just keep going anyway. Oh, I don't have time to stop. I gotta, there's more stuff that I want to do today. And it's like, no, that is like the dumbest thing ever, Allison. Just take a minute, catch your breath (laughs) and recenter yourself. And this thing is so powerful and yet it can be so easily overlooked is that kind of just taking that moment to course correct. So this is something that I have been doing intentionally throughout my day, any time that I really notice myself feeling off or feeling low, or if I catch myself getting into a negative thought spiral or whatever it may be, I take three minutes to do this. I set the timer on my phone and I deep breathe in and out very slowly. And I focus on something that brings me joy. The fourth thing is Keep a feel-good folder on your phone that is filled with photos, quotes, videos, things that bring you laughter, that bring you joy, or that bring you comfort, and refer to it as often as needed. So I have one of these folders on my phone, and anytime that my friend sends me a TikTok or a reel of like a funny cat video. (laughs) I will, for example, save it to this folder. I mean, do we not all have one of those friends who sends the funny like Instagrams or TikToks? Like I have a friend like that. Maybe you are that friend. Um, But I love 
I love having these saved because if it's something that made me laugh, I want to be able to laugh at it again. So I have filled my folder with these things. Anytime my friend sends me a reel or TikTok that I laugh at or that that warms my heart, I will save it. I also save quotes that bring me comfort. I follow a lot of accounts on Instagram that inspire me, that... um, yeah, that just are generally inspiring, that are uplifting. So I will save quotes that resonate with me. I will save screenshots of any kind words that anyone has ever said about me or how I've helped them. If I've helped them in any way, those are just like, you know, nothing's better when you're having a down day than looking and seeing that you have actually positively touched somebody else it's like that is instant like wow like to think that I have positively impacted someone in some way just you know it makes it worth it and it makes those tough moments worth it because when I'm going through a tough moment what is in the back of my mind is okay when I get through this tough moment I will then be able to help someone else through something similar. So I have this folder on my phone and I refer to it and I prefer a folder like sure you could just randomly get onto social media and scroll, but I like to be a lot more intentional with it because inevitably there's going to be other things that are going to pop up on social media, whether it's an ad or whether it's some type of political post or whatever it is, you're kind of just leaving yourself at the mercy of random stuff. Sure. You might have the like occasional good thing that makes you feel good or that makes you laugh, but you're likely to also see something that may just not be the best that might, you know, piss you off a little bit or annoy you a little bit or whatever. So I like to have a folder specifically for this. So I'm not just hopping on social media and randomly scrolling, hoping to find something. This is a folder that I curate that I'm always adding to intentionally for those moments where I just need a boost in feeling, in feeling good, in raising the frequency. So highly recommend keeping a feel-good folder on your phone. And then the fifth thing is do something that makes you just a little bit uncomfortable. What do I mean by this? Are you probably thinking like, Allison, yo, I thought we were talking about how to feel better not how to feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I like to remind myself of how the brain works. There is nothing wrong with us feeling down, with us feeling low vibe, quote unquote, whatever it is. It is just how our brains are wired. But by giving into distractions, And those short-time pleasures, I'm talking about things like scrolling on social media or binging a bunch of TV shows. When we do that, we literally program our brain for easy things, which makes the hard things even harder and seem even more painful than they actually are. Thinking about the physical functions of the brain really helps me personally to like step back out of my own emotional lethargic funk 
and allows me to really begin to take small intentional actions that will help me to start to feel better. So like I specifically do this by cutting off the short-term pleasure train by doing something hard. So like, you know what, I'm not gonna say that I don't ever scroll social media, that I don't ever binge things. I'm not saying that you shouldn't either, but at the same time, those do tend to be more of like an escape, you know, and that's okay and necessary sometimes. But when it becomes sort of your go-to, like I was noticing for me, specifically with binge watching baking competition shows, because I didn't want to do some other things that I knew I needed to do, I decided to start breaking this pattern by doing something a little hard. And when I say hard, I'm talking about something that is actually good for me, that's going to make me feel better. Things like taking a cold shower, which is pretty miserable in the first few seconds, but oh man, if you haven't tried it, just look up the benefits of taking a cold shower or an ice bath. You will feel absolutely amazing when you're done. Or hard things like doing a physically demanding workout at the gym. Yesterday, I was on the treadmill and I had it on maximum incline. And let me tell you, I did not feel like going to the gym. I had to force myself there yesterday because I was in this slump and I was feeling lethargic, but I wanted to challenge myself instead of watching more Netflix. I was like, yo, Allison, we're going to do something that I know I'm going to feel better after I've done it. And yeah, it was a hard workout and I was sweating. I was drenched. I was grunting. I was moaning. I could practically hardly even breathe. But at the end of it, oh my gosh, I felt so good. I felt so much better. I felt so much more relaxed. All of this sort of tension that I had, all of this sort of buildup of kind of anxious energy was just melted away. I'll do things like, you know, letting myself journal on and truly feel my emotions so that I can release them. That's another thing. It's like, yeah, it's a little uncomfortable, but actually the act of intentionally leaning into what you're feeling with the intention of letting them just be expressing them, whether that's journaling, whether that's dancing, whether that's punching a pillow, whether whether that's bawling your eyes out, the feelings will dissipate, they will release, and you will feel so much better. I can pinky promise that. So whatever it is, I do something that makes me just a little uncomfortable And that ironically makes me feel so much better. So here are the five things. Let's do a quickie recap to help you raise your energetic frequency fast so that you can feel better also. Number one, write down five things you're grateful for and actually take a moment to feel the gratitude for each thing. Number two, listen to a song that you love and move your body as you listen to it. Number three, get into heart coherence. It takes just three minutes. Number four, keep a feel-good folder on your phone and refer to it as needed. And then number five, do something that makes you just a little uncomfortable that is ultimately going to lead you to feeling more comfortable. 
whether it is the cold shower or the workout or the journaling it out or letting yourself cry, whatever it is that you need to do, some sort of just release, some sort of positive action that's going to make you feel better in the long run. So those are the five things that I've been doing lately that have been kind of my go-tos. I hope this helps you get into a place of more flow and feeling better on your journey. And I would love to know what you do if you would like to shift your energy. So I would genuinely love to hear from you. You can send me a DM over on Instagram. You can find me there at design your dream year. I check all my DMs and do my best to respond to all of them. But I would seriously love to know like what is your number one go to. And if you are ready to dive in deeper into this journey of manifesting your dreams while also falling in love with every step, including all of the different phases of the journey, even the hard moments, then be sure to check out my brand new manifestation club called The Blissful Life Blueprint. Yes, this manifestation club was one of the things that I was uh, working so hard on in August, but it was just like so much inspiration pouring out that I just like, it was one of those things where it was like, it just came out and it was like 12 hour days. And I am so excited that it's here. And I would absolutely love for you to be there. My intention with this new space is to really create an inspiring community where we will support each other in creating our dream lives as we find happiness in every moment along the way. And I feel like I just said dream limes and not lives, <laughs> but I kept going anyway. <laughs> did you catch that? You probably didn't. Maybe you did it. And maybe you're like, what? <laughs> do you ever do that where like you say something and you kind of slightly butcher your word and then you just keep going, hoping no one else noticed? <laughs> I do that all the time. As you're probably aware, as you listen to this podcast, I mess up my words all the friggin' time. But anyway, come check out my new community, The Blissful Life Blueprint. You can do that on my website, which is designyourdreamyear.com forward slash bliss. Or I will just drop a link to it below in the show notes so that you could check it out. But I would love to see you inside if it floats your boat. All right, my friend. Well, that is all for today. I am going to head inside and I am going to go get dressed into some nice clothes. Not that I'm not wearing clothes already. I promise you I am. Um, But I'm going to change my clothes and I'm going to go play some disc golf. So thank you for listening. And remember, every day you have the opportunity to intentionally cultivate the life of your dreams through your thoughts and your actions. You are a freaking powerful creator. So get out there and live your best daggum life and I will see you in the next episode or the next time or maybe over on Instagram who knows